You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. This is part two, episode 42 of the Propane Fitness Podcast. If you missed the first part, go back and watch it on YouTube. Listen on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and as always, you can get the show notes on the website, propanefitness.com. So it was a lot of fun. Let's get into it. Do you have a clapper? What's that? Well, that's, you know, you know when they do movies and they, they have a, a clapper? Oh, that no. It comes down to sync the audio and the video. Oh, that yeah, was that what it's for? Yeah. Bloody hell. So, Makes the, so, much so sense. The, all that the guy needs to do is just have the, the sound link up with that one and then it, everything's in sync. I thought that was really stupid. No, I thought it was just like, a, yeah, just like a nice thing to have. No, that's exactly what I said. You see, this is what you get from, from being on TV so much. They've, they've never used Well, let's, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> three, <laughs> used... two, one. There you go. Now your audio will be in sync. Is that the clapper? It's genius. It's the clapper. Right. I can't think straight with this fucking coffee. Have that, you ever, that's okay. Have you ever fantasised about changing your first name? If so, what to? Good question. Thank you. So, I knew someone called Phyllis Cream, which is a pretty bad name. Um, Phyllis Cream. Phyllis Cream. I think that would be quite a good name to, to change yourself to. You change your name to Phyllis Cream. Actually, you know what? I think I'm, I'm all right with Yusuf. People still struggle with it, even though it's the third most common Arab Have you got your badge? I haven't got it with Yusuf's me. NHS badge says, like, Yusuf. <laughs> Yusuf a blood a bloody or something, doesn't it? It's ridiculous. Com- complete complete butchering. <laughs> In fact, oh. I don't know if it even counts as a butchery. Do you know what your name different is? Name. To get that name on that card, someone's looked at your name and thought, right. I'm gonna have a crack to... at this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do some interpretive art <laughs> on this name. <laughs> but terrible. But what what where does the error happen? That's what I, don't, I cannot understand. It's the same when you compete, isn't it? Mm. There's no like copy and paste going on. It's like uh, you. Uh, it, it, it's the processor. Like they've got it in text as well. They've they, they could copy it's, and paste. That's the easiest and mm. most systematic way to do it. Chris, what do you change your first name to? I want to be something cool, like like Cyberforce or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cyberforce Williams. Long long John Steel Rod or something like long, that. I like that. Bit a little bit piratey. Yeah. People meet you in the IT pirates? Yeah. It would so mean pirate. it would Long John Steel Rod would be an easy route into a porn career though. Long John <laughs> Steel Rod. Do you think they do you think they pick people based on their their name. Christian name? Yeah. So, so the they, that's exactly what it is. Well when have you ever seen a a porn star that's got a boring name? Do you think Mandingo was was christened Mandingo? But it's never Mark, is it? No. Yeah. Mark Smith. Featuring, featuring Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> what, what I is hope your it's not name? featuring Kevin. You know, it's your, your pet's first pet's name and then your street name. Your street name? Yeah. What? So you, your first ever pet's name is yeah. your first... Is your christening... Uh, your Jess. Jess. And then, <laughs> and then your street name is the last name. What's your street name? Oh, oh the name... So oh Jess right, okay. So really work. like Jess Park Avenue. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can take out the avenue. Doesn't have much of a ring. But I would be, I would be Smudge Runnymede. That's 
Pretty that's good. kind of that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorted then. What's yours? Abdul Basit Anchorage doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> Abdul, you sneeze at the beginning. <laughs> Actually, in answer to that question about what would you change your first name to, mm. there was an ongoing thing of a guy who set up a bank account under the name Inlando Rivano. And he was making hundreds of thousands. He was a he was actually a tax collector. Yeah, and, put on cakes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so he was a tax collector. He. But he wasn't making hundreds of thousands. He was making hundreds of thousands. Right. Okay. Yeah, not hun- yeah. <laughs> just, right. just making. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a while to get that one. Um, you agreed though. And uh, yeah. it was only when one of his accounts was manually reviewed for some kind of error that they realised that he was just changing the names of checks to inland revenue to Inlando Rivano and just pocketing the money um, so probably that I would just commit so, serious on. tax fraud you change your name to Inlando Rivano Rivano okay. well probably not because I've just admitted that on a <laughs> podcast now so. foiled your plan because yeah. they'll get you that one yeah. <laughs> they will definitely get you I'm, I'm looking up more weird questions to ask yourself well, <laughs> I think that normal questions to ask Yusuf elicit the most oh, weird answers. I think that the more freedom that you get with your um, tasks in life, with what it is that you have to complete, with whether or not you have a structure to your day, the more freedom that you have, the more... Who's that? There's an old man looking through the window. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it spooked Johnny. For a minute, I was like, he looked like he was going to walk up to the edge and jump. What? That the, was, off, that, off, off that three foot... That was the pattern. The is he still foot. there? I just thought he's going to he walk, he's he's walk there. He's gonna, is he still there? He's going to jump at the window. So, right, before, before we get on to actually talking what we're talking about, next to our 22 office... 22 minutes in. Next to... <laughs> 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 it's going to be the longest podcast with the least content ever um, next to our office there is a Thai massage parlour and you know Thai massage parlours you sort of hear the stories but we were like right we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and then a lot of the time we'll be in this office at sort of 2 or 3 in the morning waiting for this is not come is back, that why is the old man is here is that what you're trying to say yeah right. that's right. definitely why he's here he's definitely, he's definitely here for the brass next door right. so we'll be, we'll be in here at like 2 in the morning and we'll be counting money or doing whatever we need to do in here and the light will be on out to the windows outside and their front door is next to our windows here uh, so the light will be pouring out and we'll get guys this happened twice now someone's come up and knocked on the and go and open the window and you're like uh, uh, hello are you mate is this a is this a is this a uh, is this a Thai place you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure oh, look at me look at me Ask it again. Fucking no. You could you could get some business out of that. You could charge. <laughs> ah, it is. Darren, just uh, <laughs> fucking lube your hands up and get cracking with you. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah, and they'll be like, uh, "Is this is this a Thai place?" And you go, "No, it's a." Uh... That's someone offering to to give you. Uh, you you could name your price. You could say it's a hundred pounds for an hour. You got to offer a service. Yeah, I, I would give a guy a massage for a hundred pounds if if I was working late in the office and someone knocked on the door being like, so "Here we go." Like this is a, a conversation in and of itself. You um, give a man a massage late at night. Well, to for hundred pounds. I'm not insured. For an hour. That's, that's a problem. I suppose he's not gonna he's not gonna try and claim. There's no there's no there's no recourse if you knock him up, is there? Well, how how, how do you know? Like because he came at two in the morning, so. <laughs> 
It's outside of operating hours, so he's liable for any injuries. Fine, I'd, I'd make him sign a disclaimer. That you would just knock up? J- just knock, uh, just two, two in the morning. Give me a second, sit down there, quickly write up a hand, Listen, handwritten. Anything that happens is not my fault. Promise, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> sign, date, £100. Phyllis Cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Phyllis Cream and Smudge Running Need Limited. <laughs> So yeah, they knock and then we send them next door. But that's two. That's two in the morning, and you're like, "What well, fucking people coming at two in the morning?" Why is on? Yeah, just well, it's because it's, I'm, fairly, I'm fairly certain that they must do like late night Saturdays or something like that, mm-hmm. where they've got they've got the specials special. And then what they did, they expanded. So they they had that one, which is like a pretty big unit. And then they expanded into that, and that's just a partition wall there. So when when we're no. No. It's it's pretty well. Well, I've never heard them, and I'm going to guess that there's probably a lot to yeah, hear. Maybe some noises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So interesting. It's disturbing. Well, so now the man's gone. I miss him. If you I'm miss honest, him. I miss him. Bring him back. You know what happens? You know what else happens? Which is fucking brilliant. Sometimes the girls go out there and they do hula hoop. The girls that work in the Thai massage parlor go out there and and do the hula hoop, but it's like sort of a pretty sort of thick hula hoop. So is 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 that lead generation or? I don't know whether I don't know whether that's the same as one of those guys in America that's got the 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 big sign that they can do tricks with and they spin it and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 like car wash this way. Um, I don't know whether she's going like. Uh, Look at my hip mobility. This could all be yours. Like an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then then you, have, you have to beat her up and collect the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's terrible. What, what a horrible idea. <laughs> it's uh, terrible. That's the first thing you thought of. Yeah. But you would you would have a massage at two in the morning for pounds. If ever I need a massage, two in the morning I know where I'm going. For, well, yeah. To, Seth. Mate. Okay, two hundred pounds. I'll, I'll be advising you to buy the tracking bundle for fourteen pound ninety five. Um during the massage. Maybe make two hundred and fourteen pounds ninety five. <laughs> Minus PayPal fee. <laughs> and operational costs. I'm gonna need to go to the toilet again. Me too. Oh, coffee's really, uh, yeah, really I mean, You've got periods of time throughout the year when things get more busy. Mm-hmm. But the late nights and then trying to make sure that you hit the weekly training volume throughout that. What about hitting your weekly calories? You always seem to be, um, when, I was, when I was doing your diet, you, if you went over or under, you always managed to bring things back to the weekly, weekly mm-hmm. average calorie target each week. Um, I think that we, sort of with regards to eating, eating for me is probably where I fall off the most. Um, I, I love food. I've got quite a sweet tooth. Um, and it means that especially when I'm in a deficit and it gets late at night, I, I'm, your stomach's rumbling and you're like, I don't want to go to bed hungry. So I think that again with that, it's just preparation. I found that having Greek yogurt with a scoop of protein and some almonds and a couple of like some blueberries mixed in, for me, although the caloric... what. No, just <laughs> what? What's Did inside it? of your head? There's something. That's a great question. Yeah, because I don't know what's funny. Should we lobotomize him and see what's in there? What? Just talk what? us through really slowly. What did you like? Step. What was funny? That like I, I wouldn't be able to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> so just just carry on. The arm, the arm is moving too. Oh. I, what I was thinking was 
That sounds, that sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Right. Yeah, that okay. We'll nice. say that it's that. We'll say that it's that. What and you were thinking was. Yeah. Go <laughs> on. I can't put it into words. I I just found it funny. I think you put it into interpretive dance. Okay. So so humor is about the unexpected. Well, a certain setup and then the unexpected. Although actually, almonds and blueberries is not that unexpected. I think it's not what I expected. Okay, but you didn't laugh. No, you just because it, it mm. isn't funny. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> moving on. Carry on, because we could do on. this for an hour. Almonds, um, blueberries, what flavour were Um Chocolate. No, Vanilla. I quite like, no. Toffee? No. Vanilla. No. <laughs> He's going to want to. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, tell it was uh, the rhubarb and custard. Wow from uh, my protein is actually really good that's something that was unexpected impact way really good really I'm going to try that really good because I was disappointed by birthday cake <laughs> Wait, <laughs> terrible lemon lemon cheesecake is good okay apple crumble is good and uh, rhubarb and custard also good right so I buy chocolate like my, the most adventurous I've gone recently is white chocolate which is pretty av- adventurous really average oh. he bought Bits, five kilos. Five kilos of birthday cake. It's five a big kilos. commitment to yeah. it. That he, that he now can't do you drink it? I finished it eventually. It had, it had hundreds and thousands in it to make oh. it more festive. Um, oh my god. And a little, a little party hat with every serving. Oh, yeah. how, <laughs> how much weigh? How much weigh was it? Uh, that was two and a half kilos. Uh, so can you call me that? Right? I got five kilos of peaches and cream, pina colada. Why? I, I, I just, Did you buy these? Did you yeah, pay for these? When you go down the, scro- the, the scroller, you're like, oh, peaches and cream, that sounds amazing. And the first scoop, you're like, eh. and, and, and then like fifth scoop in, you're like, actually. Tastes like you, fear, you, you fear your post-workout <laughs> shake every day. Yeah. Because you, you exactly. drink a lot of whey, don't you? Like you have more whey than most people. More whey than food. Yeah. Yeah. Most of his protein really? intake is how much? How much whey do you have every day? Probably 70% of my protein intake is from whey. Wow. But I don't see a problem with that. It's very bioavailable. Great amino acid profile. Um, convenient. It's not cheap. It's, it's, it's not it's, a, yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting that because there's a lot of, there's the whole like whole foods camp mm. that a few of the bodybuilding gyms that I've been to, a lot of the guys that are in there would use whey purely for post-workout. And outside mm. of that, it's got to be real food because maybe they think that the the nutrient profile from actual chicken or actual beef or whatever mm. it is is yeah. is somehow better for you. It's interesting that I just you... don't see a basis in that. And whole food is a if that's a fluid term that people would count milk as a whole food. Yeah. But this is defatted. I think they're, looking, they're looking at chicken, beef, egg, are they? They're looking at Yeah. Real, so, real yeah. foods. Yeah. Okay. Like so single ingredient protein sources, I suppose, that don't include. So, so I, I know, I know, milks are that aren't powdered. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But fine. I suppose so, in the studies they look at it's study with leucine content, isn't it? So leucine with content, way. protein yeah. synthesis, blood levels of amino acids. If you have a chicken breast and a scoop of whey, and you look at someone's bloodstream, it's going to be very. You know, you're not going to say, "Ah, oh, that's leucine from processed yeah. whey." Not that the, special wholesome chicken pro, chicken leucine. You would get so, a faster absorption from whey versus chicken breast. Which, in the case of protein, is advantageous. Mm-hmm. In the case of carbs, maybe not so much. So if you were to have all of your carbs from dextrose, yeah, you're going to be wreaking a bit of havoc with your blood sugar. 
And your day. And you, <laughs> Falling and asleep. And you're tired. This is So, yeah. What about fats? Fast absorbing fats? MCT. So, if you were to have way. Like, say. Way dextrose MCT shakes every day. <laughs> four equally dosed shakes mm-hmm. of way dextrose and MCT. You could do worse than that. I mean, they're all pretty good sources of. There's a few studies of replacing someone's fat with MCT. No other changes to the calories. Doesn't it improve like depression and? Yeah, MCT is pretty great actually. But yeah, body composition improves. Don't do that though. Yeah, you're explosive consequences. That's that's definitely true, Mm. especially on an empty stomach. If you've ever had bulletproof coffee, you'll know. You've had coconut oil coffee, haven't you? Yeah. In I've been I was in Thailand last month, and they have these uh, coffees that are brewed with coconut water Ah, in, and that is the it's a because they have it in the um, what is the place called? Where is Mount Everest? Himalaya. (laughs) Yeah. Is that correct? Tibet. Okay, they have coconut. Is Everest, <laughs> is Everest in Tibet? I feel like Tibet is at the base of Everest. Can we get confirmation? I feel so out of my comfort zone. With, <laughs> with, 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 with John, let's like, go. Let's let's go back to talking about satellite cells. Yeah. <laughs> you you could say who is the king of England, and, I, <laughs> <laughs> and you would be like. David Cameron. David Cameron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, as soon as you said David, I thought you were going to say David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I don't know why. Who, he, who's the emperor of France? <laughs> so, right. in Tibet, there's such a... There's another weird man. Um, such a long-winded way of getting my point across, but they have yak butter tea. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to look up whether yak butter is... <coughs> I mean, I'm I sure... check where Tibet is. I'm sure people don't mind. Why are you looking at... Tib- beads. Tibet coconut. <laughs> Looking at beads. Tibetan master. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Tibet. <laughs> what were you? Johnny almost spilled a cup of coffee there. A cup of water. You don't look because they can. I suppose there'll be some people who can't see. Looking at me. What were you going to say? I don't know. Um, next to India, Thailand. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So yeah. So coconut oil. Yeah. Coffee, MCT, whey, yeah. birthday cake. Yeah. You have sure. almonds in the yogurt. Fuck me. There Do you is. remember that? Do you remember when we said that? <laughs> Way back when. This tangent is <laughs> taking us. We could have gone to Tibetan back and found out if Everest's there. Yeah. Um, so, which are, basically, we, we made me feel a lot better in study, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll continue. This basically, is originally about how Chris hits his average weekly calorie. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> that, that feels like a lifetime ago when we started that conversation. Mm. Basically, what I found is that for me, I, after through experience, I found where my weaknesses lay in terms of being able to hit my calories, in terms of being able to go to the gym and train, and trying to account for those and compensate meant that I was able to negate them at least a little bit. So I know that I get hungry in the nighttime, and that's when I'm going to cheat. I won't ever cheat during the day. I'm constantly got a fairly good available, got small meals all packaged up, everything's ready and cooked. So that means I'm not tempted by the, like, going to shop. So that's and pretty good. So you, you do meal prep in advance? Yes. That's the only way that I, if wow. I don't, if I don't meal prep mm. for the whole day, I will break my diet. So here's a question. Yeah. I know that you feel the same way about it. Got bubbling my throat. You hear it? <clears throat> you feel the same way about this because we both toyed with, like, a Sunday meal prep day, haven't we? 
But we never the full get, week. We never get around to it yet. Yeah. Meal prep is probably the one habit that I think would have a great return on massive. both of our lives. Mm. And do you guys not prep your meal? No. So you cook everything. Well, every I'm, day. I'm fairly. I'm just. I just eat what I want to eat when I when I eat. It's but, irrational because I know that it wouldn't actually take. Uh, it, it would save time in the it long takes, run. It saves a lot of time. Yeah. I, if you if you said that I had to go and cook all three or four meals, like I mean, you have to wash up after each use of your pots and pans. So it's that's an extra that's an extra hour to two hours that you're chewing up just yeah. the cooking. And it eliminates the the guesswork and the actual the the adherence factor as well. Like the the clients that we have that do meal prep have the most successful diets. Yeah. Because I, so, I was actually speaking to a client yesterday who was saying to me. The way he tracks is on a Sunday, he puts all his meals in for the week in advance. And then on Monday evening, he looks back and goes, did I eat? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. No room for guesswork like, there. And like, I was like, oh my God, like, can, well, we, the, can we swap this round? Like, can you coach me? And yeah. But the thoughts I have around it are, firstly, what would I, what would I pre-cook? Because I just... Aside but what from are you I, going to cook later on? It's the same thing. <laughs> just more of it. But <laughs> yeah. I think I just don't know. I'm I'm literally like in the moment like what I'll, I'll go buy something I'm hungry I'll eat that I'm at one with the food yeah I'm <laughs> mine like water when it comes, yeah. to, when it comes to but like you have to cook things that that hold okay in a Tupperware and aren't going to be awful everything 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 I I don't I again you, you, you may you may tell me maybe not no. you may you you may tell me that this is uh, something that I shouldn't be doing but I don't refrigerate my Tupperware once it's been cooked. I just let it go from hot to ambient slowly throughout the day. I think that's probably okay. It's reheating it that I think the issue is being with. But I've had... I, so, for instance, if I've got a really, really long day and I'll get up at 10 in the morning and my final meal that I have will be 4am when I finish working at a club and I get home, that food... I hate refrigerated food. Refrigerated rice and refrigerated pasta to me is just horrible. So, I think that's what I'm imagining. I think well, no, I'm, I just have... It's just, it's just ambient, like... Um, rice or and uh, chicken and beef or whatever. What ambient rice? I, yeah. I'm imagining like like clammy, cold. cold yeah, pasta no, it's horrible. With like sweaty chicken breast. No, no. That, when I think of pre-cooked meals, that's what I think of. I think as well if you add, I compensate with a little bit more like sauce or spicier sauce, which gives it a little bit more taste, mm. which is which is important. And I salt the fuck out of my pasta and my rice as well, so, which helps. So you would have like a, a meat, um, rice or pasta, typically. That's that's probably a normal a normal makeup, yeah. Right. Or replace replace the the pasta with some sort of veg, uh, if I'm dialing back my carbs to just keep myself so, right. to keep myself satisfied. So to the the general pattern here, or the lesson to learn, I think, is that you've identified your leaks. Yes. Where you the times that you overeat the most, the times that you don't find you're tempted, the times that you can't train, and you've nipped them in the bud. You found some system. Yeah. The summary the summary for me really is that. I cheat on a night time when I break my diet. Therefore, mm. I backload most of my carbs so that I feel more satisfied on an evening time. Because I, you're more hungry in the evening. Yes. Yep. So I allow myself more food towards the end of the day. I, you would usually fast, probably I'd get up and if I'm training on a morning, potentially even train fasted, just because I don't need, I'm not hungry on a morning. So I know that if I have a coffee and then I, uh, aminos or whatever before I train, I get to the gym and then I'm out of the gym by 11 or something like that until half past 11 or 12 I can then eat and that leaves me with whatever three or four meals left for the day as opposed to having one before training that I didn't need and then having fewer left during the day and then on a night time I will leave myself sufficient calories that I can have something that doesn't completely ruin my diet i.e. the protein 
and the Greek yogurt and the blueberries and the almonds. We're not going to lose it this time. We're not going to lose it. And that for me is enough to satisfy myself through sleep, basically. I, okay. I hate going to bed hungry. And I think a lot of people, when they do diet, find it really hard to sleep when they are mm. very hungry. It's a distracting thing and it stops you from having a good quality of sleep. I think a lot of people, if they slip into this, this problem where it gets to like 6 p.m. and they're hungry. Yeah. So they eat their last meal for the day. Yeah. Don't go to bed till 11. Yeah. And there's a long you're time. Starving. And so that's yeah, what that's when you that's when something. you sat in the house and you look at your flatmates' rocky bars and think, oh. is he going to know? No, he's probably not going to know. Like, will it matter that much if I just have? Yeah. And then and that it's, it's catastrophic thinking because as soon as you've broken it once, that's it for the rest of the day. So that's that's how I've. So you've tried made the decision to... as easy as possible when you come in. There's no. Um, there's no sense of time you've got the meal it's there taking the discretion out of your hands and the same thing goes again coming back to why you have a coach mm-hmm. because the discretion is out of your hands how many reps do I need to do do I really need to train abs today well actually yeah I do because my routine says that I do train abs today as opposed to it being a discretionary choice and that for me especially when you're running your own business if you're a student if you're self-employed even if you're not self-employed if you've got any job or any task in your life that requires you to have... That doesn't have your boss looking over your shoulder all the time. Yeah, that, did, or, that, that, yeah. Is, that is di- completely dictated to you. The second that you're given some discretion, you are given the choice of whether or not you're going to make a good or a bad decision. Mm. And the more that you can stack the deck in your favour and make it so that the bad decision is more difficult to make, the more likely you are to make the good decision. You don't need to positively reinforce the good decision. You need to negatively reinforce the bad decision. Just make the bad decision a ball ache. And that, so, so I've done that, for example, with my, my phone. I've turned off all notifications and I've put all of the time-wasting apps on like the fifth page of apps and they're in a folder and you have to... And yeah. It's called time-wasting. So even then you feel like, <laughs> you, you, you feel like a dick even, <laughs> even opening it. Let's uh, waste some time. Time-wasting. <laughs> <laughs> time and... That, that works so well because you think like, oh, I'm just going to check like WhatsApp or Snapchat and you think, actually, no, like I don't need to. I'm not expect- I'm not trying to meet someone. So yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about that in a second because I've, I've recently done that and it's caused me some problems. But right. the, the idea of like increasing the cost of missing a meal or like missing your macros by you have your food with you. So if I miss, if I don't eat that, then I've wasted it. Mm-hmm. which is a waste of food, waste of money, waste of my time. Mm-hmm. I've got to deal with the making Tupperware in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's something, when I worked in an office, I used to bring my lunch with me. And something that I think a lot of people resist because of the whole, like, if it fits your macros movement and what we've just said. I think a lot of people are like, whoa, I'm not bringing, I don't want to bring Tupperware. Like, that's, that's a step in the wrong direction. But I actually think, I imagine you still have a good number of meals in your week. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. But where you're like eating with friends or mm-hmm. you eat out, mm-hmm. and that they they aren't Tupperware. There, obviously, yeah, you'll go to a restaurant and bring a Tupperware. <laughs> like we're not, you're not, you're not like Ronnie Coleman style. No, like eight meals a day. Yeah, no turkey, <laughs> <What>? rice. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> we'll have to reference that video. We will. Um, but having meals that aren't social, like meals that are just there for function. Yeah. So like today, I'm working. I'm not going to have much time. Yeah. I need to have this many calories during the day. I prep my meals. For, for me, the working a lot means that you've got to be the most efficient way that you can do with your time. And that's, for me, prepping my food. I know, I know for pretty much down to sort of minutes now what time I need to get up and cook in order to leave. And if I need to do something else, if I need to have a shower, then I can add on you know, 10 to 15 minutes for the shower. Mm-hmm. I know that it takes me from beginning until finishing cooking. I know it takes me 45 minutes to do my full day's set food 
So right. I need to wake up 45 minutes before I need to leave if I'm going to cook my food, if I need to have a shower, if I need to do whatever. And all of those things, setting yourself, for me personally, I have to set myself rules. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't set myself rules, there's too much discretion in my life. And this is kind of the one of the main points that I'd like to get across, is that the more freedom that you have within your life, whether you're a student, whether you're self-employed, or whether you simply just have a lot of spare time, if you don't have a lot of dependencies and a lot of structure to your day, the onus is always going to fall to you. Mm-hmm. The decisions and about whether or not you're going to have a good or a bad day in terms of productiveness is only ever going to fall to you. Mm-hmm. So you need to stack the deck in your favor. Also, if you don't have someone who's whipping you into shape, you are the, you are the only disciplinarian in your life. Specifically for us, I'm now company director for a number of different companies. There's not much accountability that I've got. If I wake up three hours late, there's no one there who's saying, oh, I can't believe you've been in work today. Christopher, mm-hmm. this, is another, this is another warning. Like, there's no, there, isn't, there isn't any warnings. There's only you. So it means that you you're going to feel... Your own barriers. Otherwise. Absolutely, yeah. You so need to make your own rules. Like Parkinson's law, where a task will expand to the... To fit the accounted time. Yeah, the, the time that you've given it. So, so here's a question. You have these, so I think people experience this on a micro level when it comes to like, I'm going to stick to my diet this week or I'm going to train this week. Yeah. Those are rules. Yes. And I think people struggle to actually, when it comes to it, like on Sunday night, you're like, right, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to stick with this now. Gets to like Wednesday morning when they're meant to be training. Yeah. And they give in. So well, like, how do you ensure that you actually stick to your it's, rules? It's the exact same way that I would, that I would do stuff with work. Let's say that we have a huge task. We need to come up with a brand new, a, a new brand for a big night that we're going to launch in September, for instance. Mm-hmm. That's a huge task that you want to do. That's a huge goal that you want to do. So you split it down into actionable tasks. What is the next step? <clears throat> the next step for me is I need to, it's on a night time. I know that I'm going to get up tomorrow. What is the next step? I need to get my chicken out to defrost because if I haven't defrosted my chicken, I can't cook it in the morning, which means I'll break my diet mm. because I'm going to go okay. and I'm going to get a sandwich from the shop or I'm going to go and I'm going to eat out or whatever it might be. If I need to make sure that my Fitbit's charged for the morning or I need to make sure that my heart monitor's charged for the morning because I'm going to go and do some cardio or whatever it might be, that's not as crucial. But you know that if you get that bit done, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to be more like, oh, I've, I've, charged, I've charged the fucking Fitbit now. Like I might as well go, you know what I mean? It's yeah. making the little steps that are the cues for you to make sure that you're being productive. And for me, creating these rules and making sure that I stick to them as much as possible helps to force me towards productivity. So if I've got, if I've got a long day ahead where I know that I'm going to be going out on the nighttime and I've got work on the nighttime, I'll just pack everything into a bag. So it means that I don't need to go back home. That's being as efficient as possible and so trying to split. Preparing for like the, the, the monkey brain that will tell you to go yes. to the shop and buy a sandwich when you're in a more rational state of thought and you, you know you're making it when it's difficult yes. like to go back to my example on Wednesday morning when it's hard to wake up and train before work you've broken all of the obstacles into its component parts yeah and, and you wake up in the morning you're like oh, I can't be asked I'll oh, hold on my gym bag's in the car yeah I've um, got everything's done yeah. everything's clean I've already got everything packed and blah 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 like what I need to do is wake up and get in the car and yes. go and so, yeah, you, you stacking, stacking the deck in your favor mm-hmm. and making the good choices as easy as possible mm-hmm. for me is what helps to make my life really, really good. I'm the least disciplined person. I'm such a bad pr- procrastinator. 
like every single assignment that I did at university over two degrees, including my final dissertation for my master's, was completed the night before with an overnighter. The dissertation for my master's was 7,000 words off 36 hours before it needed to be handed in. And a case of Red Bull got me through. I actually didn't trust myself to drive in to actually hand <laughs> my dissertation in. I had to walk in because I wouldn't trust myself to drive. Wow. So I walked in to hand it in because I was so tired from the night before. So that's but, so interesting to hear that you're saying I'm the least disciplined person. And a lot of people will look at you and go, oh, you must be so disciplined. And it's not, that's it's, not the way it is at all. Systems making the bad habit as difficult as possible to, to do. Exactly. It's exactly how it is because I think that if, if you're moderately disciplined, you probably need to, you need those rules less. Whereas for me, because I am so undisciplined, I have to compensate. I have to have rules for when I'm going to get up. I have rules on a night time because I know, for instance, if I use my phone for a long period on a night before I go to bed, I know I find it quite hard to get to sleep. So I have a, a sunlight lamp and that's got a 10 minute timer on it to go from bright to dark. And once that's gone, I have to be off my phone because if I stay on it for too long, I know that I'm going to do that. If I was disciplined, I wouldn't need the rule. Yeah. Yeah. But that is, that's the, that's the coach. That's the external coach saying, right, now time to put your phone down. And the same thing goes for work. If I get into work, I, we, the first thing that I do when I open my laptop up, I get into this office, the first thing I do, open it up and I get on my to-do list. And I look at the day's to-do list and I plan the to-do list out and that has to be done before I'll do anything, before I check the emails, before I do anything else, because I know that that will assist me. Now, unfortunately, one thing that is a little bit of a negative for this is that the only way that you can develop these rules is by making the, the mistakes mm. because you then and then trialing what are the what are the potential ways that I can mitigate these because without going through breaking my diet 70 times and then without learning how long cooking takes and learning what is the best way I, I have like this is the order in which I will cook the chicken I know that I put the oil into the pan heat the pan boil the kettle by the time the kettle's boiled the oil's hot enough for me to cook the chicken that goes in, rice has been measured in the meantime as well. Rice can go in, in that time I'll wash the Tupperware from yesterday. That Tupperware's then finished by the time the chicken's ready to be drained and put the sauce on. Everything, because that's what routine is. What's that quote, is it from Aristotle? We are what we repeatedly do. Success therefore is the repetition of successful habit. Yeah. yeah. And that for me is a way for someone who has a turbulent life that frequently is very late nights, very early mornings, lots of traveling, that is a way for me to try and make that as consistent as possible. And I think that that's the, that gives you a good a good environment for you to be able to make progress in, in all areas of so your life. So you said something there of um, failing until the pain of failing pushes you to actually think, right, I'm going to build a system because this is I've had enough of this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is necessary to just to do that. To right. get it wrong. Yeah. What's so interesting is as I suppose as propane is growing what we're trying to do is build more systems in the business and hearing you describe that sounds an awful lot like you know if you, if you were to sit I think if you were to sit any CEO down and say to him describe to me how your product goes from production line yeah. to the customer yeah, they would be able to go like it sits in this loading bay for this amount of time and it gets moved to here and it gets stamped by this person and then moved by this person in here like there'd be a step-by-step -step process mm -hmm. without any questions and hearing how you manage your what time you wake up your bedtime routine yeah. you manage your diet you're like 
there is a clock that is going to stop me from being on my phone. Yeah. I wash this Tupperware while we're preparing the chicken while we're up. Yeah. It's a, you could... You are a production line. You like could give is. somebody that template. You, <laughs> if I was like, how do I be Chris for a day? You'd be like, here's a sheet, follow yeah, this. Pretty much. And I think that's where there's a move in the fitness industry away from discipline to flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I think when people try and live in flexibility, you end up in these situations where you, you're either 100% flexible and maybe training doesn't happen, or you have you, you your entire day's intake from Oreos. You train three times in one day and then not for the rest yeah, of the week. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this but this having, comes back to the black and white thing. Yeah. This comes back yeah. to we're creatures of absolutes, and I think that you know you guys the if it fits your lifestyle thing when you very very first coined that I think was when we we first started chatting like what mm. five years ago something like that. Long yeah. Time, yeah. And I think that if it fits your lifestyle is a, a fantastic way of putting forward having a flexible life that is balanced mm. but within that you need to you need to be able to assist yourself to make the right decisions consistently and these this might not work for everybody people might have more discipline than i do they may be able to just know that they are going to the gym or that they are going to be able to that with yourselves that I'm I'm just going to have time to cook. I'm not going to break my it's diet. Maybe yeah, we're we're maybe lucky in that. But because we've gone too far on the if it fits your lifestyle side, we the mistake we've made is we've never really explored meal prep as a consistent habit. Mm. Um, Which is and, interesting. Yeah, so that that's definitely something I'm going to take away from from this chat. Mm. And um, just to wrap things up, by the way, just because I think we're do you know what's running over. I've had enough. I, I need a wee, to be honest. That's, that's the main reason. Um, but some really good lessons here, which are um, periodize your year. Always think, what's the next step? What's the next action that I need to take? Um, identify your leaks. Identify where your weaknesses are, whether that is discipline or what times that you're most likely to fall off the wagon. And then build a system to capture that and stop it from happening. Um to build flex into the plan if it doesn't go if it doesn't go right but at the same time make the bad habit such a hassle to do that it doesn't happen and then you're turning yourself into a production line and eliminating the need for discipline rather mm-hmm. than trying to fight using what however much discipline you have which is a finite resource and mm. At the end of the day, if you're, um, I, I mean, f- literally at the end of the day, not figuratively. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn cliches. Yeah, then you're going to have, you're going to be more fatigued in your decision fatigue. You're going to be more um, likely to, to just take the easy route. So if the easy route is the correct route that you've built into a system. I suppose it's, it's discipline. Willpower is just a, a myth, isn't it? It's an idea that we think we, we think we use willpower and we think we have discipline, but actually it's just. Well, you, have we do. A, you have a number of decisions you can make in a day and that your capacity to do that decreases the more decisions you make and all you're doing is you're batching some decisions so that later mm-hmm. when it's harder you don't have to make I'm, those choices I'm reading a, book, reading a book at the moment um, by Ian Tuchovsky I think it is um, and in, in this in, in, in this book one of the, the main myths that he talks about is a really interesting one about discipline and what he says is that the mistake people make is thinking that they need to be disciplined to go to the gym. They don't need to be disciplined to go to the gym. They just need to go to the gym. <laughs> and they say that you get yourself into this really difficult situation where you worry about worrying, or oh, I'm, I'm not disciplined, or I don't feel motivated today. 
I don't mm. feel motivated to go to the gym. You don't need to be motivated to go to the gym. You just need to go. Mm. If you get in the car and you arrive at the gym, you are at the gym. Whether the motivation was there or not doesn't matter. Mm. You got there. And I think that we live in a, a, a world where this sort of rise and grind kind of the gym is your life and and, and this um, church the gym is my church the iron oh, is, right. the, 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 the iron is my this. steeple and it's like yeah, it's, we, my body is the temple splice that out and just have you going church church, church. <laughs> well it is my message tongue where <laughs> um, yeah the People believe that you need to be you need to be in this sort of insane beast mode on all the time, all the time. and you you don't you just need to go and lift some things and eat some things because when you break everything down to its constituent parts, all that they are are just individual actions. Mm. They're not they're not you, you cook the meat you go to the gym and you lift the lift the weights you go to the gym and but you, and lift the weights but you've thought about it Definitely. for the last three days you've visualized the workout if you put the same reps and the same weights up that you did. Is the workout any different? Mm. No, it's not. Exactly. All that you've done is you've stressed yourself out about it. Exactly. And trying to maintain beast mode just on all the time. You Stressful. get a heart attack by the time you're 30. Yeah. So, um, and, and actually that kind of relates to when you just need to go to the gym. Okay. You turn up in the gym. Going home is going to be more of a painful action than just doing your session. Right. Like, Absolutely. Arriving at the gym being like, actually, I want to go home now. You're gonna think, well, that's that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, come to the gym. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I chose my, my gym where I go. I have to drive to get from my house to work. I have to drive past the front door <laughs> of the system. gym. So I have to. I'm like, I don't want to go. It's there. It's there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And you go in, and then you're in, and then you say, you know, you're in. Oh, fuck right. I'll get the first set out of the way. Right. Well, I've started my. I've started the routine. I'll just bench. Yeah. Or I'll just yeah. yeah. And, but you you know you just you let the the routine carry you through. And I said um. There's a, a, a good quote by Jason Kalipa, a CrossFit athlete, and he says, um, some days you're feeling it, some days not so much. Today was one of those not so much days, but I don't need to worry because tomorrow will be. And it's like one of those things where he's gone into the gym, he's done his workout, he's got everything that he needed to do done, mm. and he didn't PR, whatever, it doesn't mm. matter. But tomorrow I'm going to come back and I'm going to try again. Mm. But it doesn't, if you say, well, today I don't feel like I'm going to fucking put up my max deadlift. Mm. I might as well not go at all. You go, well... No, that's not the way. You go in and you just follow the rules. There's something that I heard on. Do you need to go for a wee, by the way? I need Quite a wee as well. Yeah. Okay. I need a wee. Should we cross streams? Bloody coffee. Fine. <laughs> Are we just going to wind it? Will well, you hold mine? I, I, I want to hear Johnny's story. Can you hold mine? <laughs> I'll, I'll hold yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could. You could both go to the toilet and I'll just sit. And you'll just tell your story and wrap up the podcast. That would be the best way. That would be fantastic. Then we don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Okay, Johnny. He's back. The man, right? Let's <laughs> let, let's hear the story and then, because I'm sure the I'm sure the listeners well, want to go as well. They've been like, you've been listening to this for three hours. And there's loads of pressure. Oh. Isn't there? There's a few things I want to say actually. Okay. 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 Well, can, should we? Oh, okay. You want to go for a week? I'm okay. I'll hold it. Let's, let's, can I get some water to pour? So first, first thing, this the thing I heard was from Iron Radio. Who wants to Iron Radio? It's ancient. Anyway, Iron Radio podcast, not as good as this one, but it's still a podcast, <laughs> talks about how the majority of your sessions in the gym are just punching the clock. So you don't need to think about it. 
<laughs> Just there. No, you will. You will. You will. Right. Um, punching the clock in it. You want to go? You no. You're out. No, you're not going to punch the clock. No. <laughs> punching the clock and you don't. It's also the um, Paul Carter from Lift Run Bang talks about 80 10 10. 80% of your sessions are uneventful. You'll never remember them. It's just you go in, you do the sets, you do the reps, done, home. 10% are awful. 10% are fantastic. Yeah. I think most people expect the 10% are fantastic to be 80% and it's not. So yeah, uh, I can't even remember why that was related or what that was in connection to, but that was that was story number thought number one. Okay. Thought number two is that for every, I think for everything you're trying to do, for everything or every positive change you're trying to make, people focus on that instead of focusing on the bad the bad associated thing that is stopping them from doing it and stopping doing that thing so with you trying to think of an example of the things that you said so Get, getting up late food prepping breaking my diet going past the front door of the gym yeah none of them really work <laughs> so like the, the, use, a, use a generic example okay so go, go um, I, I don't I don't get enough sleep why because I don't go to bed on time why because I check my phone yeah so I'm going to move my phone in another room. Yeah. That's the habit. Yeah. The habit isn't, I need to get a bed on time. The uh, habit is, I nice. need to move my phone out of the room. So it's then where I'm going to form a streak of days where I leave my phone downstairs and start my bedroom. And that habit's easier to do than... Well, it's binary, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's either did it or I didn't. You don't, you don't have to stress about, well, what time... It doesn't take effort. It's not like, oh, I've got to carry oh, this heavy fuck, phone so downstairs. Yeah. It's just right. Phone's not in the bedroom anymore. And it's a similar thing you have with the, the, the clock that's you know telling you to... You know, past that point, I'm not looking at my phone. Yeah. So the, the habit is then I set my alarm. It's clock. taken out of your hands. Yeah, uh, I think, like I say, for me, developing from being a student into being someone who's self-employed has meant that I've never had accountability to anyone. Mm. I've never had a boss really who's been telling me what to do. The same thing goes for uni. The number of students that you see around exam time or assessment assessment period that are just living and breathing in the in the library is for exactly that same reason. My business partner is was the guy who finished his assignments one week in advance. Right. And I was the guy who did the all-nighter to finish it and walk to uni having had no sleep at 9am in the morning to go and hand it in on a Monday. And that, finding people that are like him, that are mm. like Darren, is very rare. And I think that that's displayed by the fact of how many people do last-minute cramming and how many people do last-minute mm. assignment handing ins. And I think that that also means that as humans naturally we want to put off the things that are difficult. It's the chimp brain mm. argument, isn't it? And for me, the, 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 like I say, the way to get out of that is to remove the level of discretion and to take it out of your hands. If you, mm. set some, if you set some basic rules up in your life, you don't then need to make a choice. You just need it's just to, you like just if, do. if this, then that. And yes. that just rolls Flexibility and choice aren't always the best thing. But you can still structure flexibility into these rules. Yeah. You know, if, if there's a day where I know that I'm going, let's say that I know I'm going away for the weekend, I don't need to cook my food. I don't need to cook my food. I don't need to defrost the chicken, which means I haven't, <laughs> I haven't wasted any of the chicken. Yes. <laughs> Fucking no chicken. And, you know, but these sort of things are, I guess if you were, if you were constantly in flow in your life, you wouldn't need to do these because you would, everything would just come as it needs to and you would mm. just be able to react accordingly. But for most of us who, you know, don't have like that sort of crazy sense of foresight brain yeah exactly that you that you do need to just give yourself the best chance to be successful that you can cool wise words chris and speaking of flow (laughs) (laughs) 